Greetings, Quester, and welcome to Tiny Meeple's Big Talk with Matt and Richard. Welcome to Tiny Meeple's Big Talk, and this time we are going to talk about aliens. This is terrifying one here, who is a bobblehead. Even as a bobblehead, they're pretty scary, aren't they, actually? <laughs> but this is a little, little xenomorph we have in our midst. What we're actually going to talk about is the fact that... Well, this guy's sitting on an egg, aren't he? So, yeah, as you know, um, aliens appear when somebody has been got by a facehugger. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the alien bursts out of that person's chest a bit later at dinner. So, we are going to think about... What would be the most terrifying host for a face hugger? Yeah. And the reason for it is because it takes on a bit of your DNA, doesn't it? Yeah. So the well, alien that bursts out is a little bit similar to the creature. I thought it'd be good just to first to explain how that process works. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because it makes so much sense. It does make so much sense. When that face hugger gets you, it doesn't deposit an egg or anything. What it does is it deposits basically a set of tumors. Yeah. Or a tumor. Um, and that tumor, the, that cancer, will then bring about uh, genetic restructuring of the person's cells. So essentially, they they are building the chest burster from the host's own biological material. Well, That's why it takes on the traits of the host. I thought the biomass would have to come from somewhere. Wouldn't yeah. It? So first off, the face hugger would dose its vic- victim with a toxin that would render them unconscious. That's, then, that's why Kane couldn't remember anything. Yeah. Then it launches a chemical attack that suppresses the victim's immune system mm-hmm. to prevent the host, um, you know, attacking the embryonic chest burster. That's standard for pregnancy, yeah. isn't it? Then it inserts its, uh, I think it's called the proboscis or something, whatever it is. It inserts basically a tube into the victim's throat, mm-hmm. and it launches these cancers into the esophagus. Now they can't face huggers can't do that to something smaller than a cat. I would probably say they couldn't do it to something as small as a cat. Why? Because um, you don't want to do it to Brody or Jonesy. I wouldn't want it to do it to Brody, but I was thinking they they left Jonesy alone in Aliens, didn't they? So maybe that was because the face huggers couldn't implant something. Actually, yeah, it, it was too small. It did leave Jonesy alone? I never really thought of that. I just thought Jonesy had been like lucky. <laughs> well, I, I I thought maybe Jonesy was just that tough that no one of the facehuggers would go near him but you know it would make sense that because of his size uh on the other hand they can um implant with things larger than humans up to like oxen type sizes yeah because in alien 3 theatrical version it's a dog that it bursts out Mm. of isn't it but in the director's cut it's an ox yeah and these things are quite tough i mean it's it's non-canon but for example there was an aliens uh vampirella crossover and in that a facehugger where it was caught by uh, Vampirella mm-hmm. um, in midair, but it was still able to overpower. Yeah. So, and with not having any kind of leverage, you would say that I would say that that says that the facehuggers are a lot stronger than we probably yeah, give them credit for. To, people managed to pull them off a bit, playing that looked very difficult. Um, you know, when they were, when it was trying to mm. attack her, and those marines pulled it off. So, yeah. So I would say they are quite strong, but they're not insurmountable. They're about as strong as a spider that big you'd expect it to be. (laughs) Relative strength, probably, yeah. That's Mm. probably a fair description. So, who would make, therefore, bearing in mind that it would take on the traits of the host, 
the best of the most terrifying hosts? Me, because <laughs> then it would uh, burst out of my chest. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. But I know what you were going for. So I did think of people like the Hulk, because, like, can you imagine a one of these that you couldn't get angry? Otherwise, it would turn green and get even bigger. <laughs> they seem pretty angry all the time, though, so I don't know if that's a... I mean, a you thing. haven't seen my list, because I did no. write a couple of... Uh, not a big list, keeping it short. Um, but I did write a couple of names down here that I thought would be particularly terrifying. Right. The top of the list, and the only one on my list that I am really dubious about, the... Viability of it. <laughs> viability. Was, was the Hulk. Now, the reason I say I'm not sure about the viability of the Hulk, the Hulk has regenerative powers. He can heal himself. Yeah. So, would he be able to heal the tumors? Now, that's one question. The other thing is. Well, if he didn't get tumors from all that gamma rays, <laughs> then. Well, he is yeah. susceptible to gamma radiation. He's, it's oh, one right. of his weaknesses, radiation. Um, okay, then. But I was just thinking, he, the Hulk can be affected by. Uh, toxic substances mm-hmm. he can be gassed so that ability to uh, render him unconscious might work especially if they attacked him as Bruce Banner and not as the Hulk I think I imagined more the face hugger getting Banner before he managed yeah, to get angry before he turned into I mean he'd be pretty angry with one jumping at him but I think once it's rendered him unconscious it'd be a this bit is difficult. what I was kind of thinking so you, you get that you get unconscious now the question here is would this uh, toxin that he, they use to suppress the host immune system, would it be able to suppress um, the Hulk's healing power? Now, nah. let's assume, just for the just sake dreaming, of... dreaming, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's assume, I mean, that's that's the big question there, but let's assume, for the sake of argument, that it could. Okay. Imagine an alien that got bigger, stronger, and greener the more it got angry. That's what I was thinking, and you don't really like to shoot aliens because of the acid blood, mm. if you're near it. But bullets tend to bounce off the Hulk anyway, so they'd be even tougher. Really. And I was thinking, considering the Hulk's ability to withstand enormous concussive blasts um, and projectiles, Molyneux. you couldn't take off and nuke him from orbit. No, he... <laughs> yeah, he'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, just so... playing right into his hands, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is this this I think is probably in many ways one of the more terrifying concepts. Mm. If if you had um, basically a green raged gamma radiating xenomorph. That would be yeah. pretty terrifying to deal with. So if you think that the Hulk's regenerating ability would make him a little bit more difficult for it to to work on, um, would that go for Wolverine as well? I would think it would be the same for Wolverine, yes. but Because yeah. um, Wolverine was the other one I thought of. But I thought, well, to be honest, between a combination of alien um, Wolverine and alien... Hulk. Hulk would be the scariest. And we're going for the scariest, aren't we? Because I think Wolverine's abilities, with his healing power, you'd get that if he was taken from the Hulk. The other thing I thought of was Deadpool. Because then you just have a wisecracking alien, and that just wouldn't be scary at all. Yeah, the uh, alien with the mouth and the little mouth, (laughs) and both wisecracking. (laughs) (laughs) But if he was the Hulk, he'd have that healing regenerator. He'd have... You'd get stronger constantly the the longer he was fighting. It would just be totally terrifying 
That would um, be, yeah. Whereas, I say, with Wolverine, his other non-healing capabilities, so his enhanced senses, his agility, well, the aliens Fell got all that pretty much anyway. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Because the thing about Wolverine is the claws, but that's just different from a human. Whereas, he's got claws. He's got claws, and pretty deadly claws. They're, they're a bit different, but um, obviously it wouldn't be born with the with the adamantium skeleton because so it was be put on him afterwards. Claw. Yeah, there would be bone claws, so... An alien with adamantium would be difficult, but you'd need Striker to do that to the alien afterwards. <laughs> Can you imagine how difficult it would be to put adamantium into a creature with acid blood? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Adamantium <laughs> seems pretty tough, though, so I wonder if they could do it. <laughs> you know, it's meant to be the perfect organism. It could make it more perfect. Well, I'd like to think that the uh, there are scientists out there working on that right now. Well, it's necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Hope was my first thought, and it's the only one that I had doubts about the viability of but i think overall the odds are that it, it could work so the rest of your list is really sensible it is very <laughs> sensible okay, okay let's hear another one then let's hear another one darth vader so imagine a sith xenomorph yeah because it would be a sith rather than a jedi darth xenomorphus i mean i think yeah i think it would just get the midichlorians from him wouldn't it or whatever this is basically what i was thinking that he could take over uh, it could implant in Vader, and it would come out, and it would be able to use the Force. Now, imagine a, a lightsaber, force-wielding xenomorph coming at you in the yeah. bowels of a ship that's malfunctioned in the in like, space. you're trying to run away from it down a corridor, and then it's just like, whoo, it just lifts you <laughs> off the floor, and that draws you towards it. Yeah, that would be pretty terrifying. Shooting yeah. tons of bullets at, at it, and it just stops them all in midair, like Neo. Yeah, like Neo, yeah, even though this, yeah. Use, by the, using scary. the power of the force. Yeah, yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be scary. Thing about this, I it could it... hold you in place while a chestburster got you. Yeah, it could too. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I was just thinking, um, xenomorphs are so scary anyway. Mm. Um, there's not, I mean, there's certain hosts that would be really terrifying for it, but. It's hard to get more terrifying than these things, anyways. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, as I say, a, a Sith xenomorph definitely is more terrifying than a normal xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, was thinking, sorry. there are difficulties here. Now, first of all, it's going to be very difficult to catch mm. Vader on a mask, and he wears a mask. Now, the, the face huggers can shoot acid that will dissipate the mask or a helmet. We've seen that in in the Aliens. I franchise. don't think they plan ahead though. Uh, well, no, no, I don't think. Well, they seem to pick their times when they attack very well. A little bit. So yeah. I think maybe an alien could um, dissolve Vader's mask, but I think because of his sense of awareness, it wouldn't go for his mouth. No. Because and I've researched this, and and it seems that the science agrees with me. Um, <laughs> does it? <laughs> it does. You'll be happy to know that a xenomorph could just as easily implant rather than in your esophagus, in your anal regions. So we Actually, could have a butt burster instead I of a chest burster. I saw a question about that online when I was just researching what the aliens actually do, but I didn't click on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd be better than that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Darth Vader butt burster. Mm. It is possible, and because it's the same genetic material. That makes it worse. It would make it somewhat grosser, as well as being more terrifying. Like, Vader's just walking around, like, are you all out of Vader? Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder he's been breathing. Oh, I've, been hurt, I've, I've been hurting the dark side. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Xenomorph violated the Dark Lord of the Sith. So, yeah, so this could be an option, rather than a frontal attack on Vader, because of his mask, and because yeah. of his, um, 
is well, he could get any, anyone like that. Like, you could get the <laughs> Emperor. <laughs> so, uh, there was another another one I was thinking of, Vader. Another. So, I just thought of, well, one of the previous ones I thought of, like, not Cthulhu, because he's too massive. We always like to bring it around to Cthulhu, but, like, one of the deep ones or something like that. Uh, something from the Lovecraft yeah. universe because anything from the Lovecraft universe these, right, will make it more terrifying. These are so scary, but these are like a bioweapon mm. type thing. But if it was combined with a creature like from beyond, <laughs> like uh, one of the old ones or one of the spawn of the old ones, then it would just it would just be like squared. How terrifying it was, and how insane it would make you. I think it would probably be um, many of the old ones would be too uh, too big, but something like a night gaunt or mm. a deep one or any of those kind Son of, of the creatures. Goat, the spawn of the goat. That yeah, kind of thing. any of those kind of creatures would be. Ter- you know, it would possibly be even more scarier than a Lovecraftian monster. What? Lovecraft. An alien that wrote horrific novels of mind-inducing <laughs> yeah. terror. That thing just got me. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine that, uh, like that protruding mouth uh, coming out with a little pen and just write, uh, writing yeah, tales of man's insignificance in the in the cosmic universe. <laughs> that yeah. is pretty terrifying. Yeah, it's like I know, I know you haven't seen it, but one of the recent Doctor Who's where the. Uh, with the Vatican were keeping this bit of paper that if you read it it makes you kill yourself <laughs> imagine this guy like the book could of write Revelation. something like that yeah <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> but yeah that, that would be pretty scary um, the, another th- one I thought of um, was the Gem Hadar yes uh, from the universe of Star Trek if you're not familiar with, with them the Gem Hadar appeared in Star Trek Deep Space Nine they're the foot soldiers of the Dominion. I think our audience is probably... They're, you probably know it. who the Jem'Hadar are. Um, the addicted to catch us are white. So basically this guy would be addicted liability. anyway. They are born addicted. So you'd have like a, a, a drug addicted, angry <laughs> alien who can turn invisible. And will die for the founders unquestioningly. Yeah. Yeah, like the drones for the queen. It kind of it got it's got a nice yeah. flow there. Has, um, yeah. But as I say, I yeah, just the think... invisibility would be pretty scary. A xenomorph that can disappear when you're shooting at it and just appear behind you. I mean, they kind of do that anyway because they're great at sneaking around. Yeah, but it'd be even better if they can actually shroud. Yeah, yeah. that would be pretty scary. Well, well, from the Star Trek universe, the other one I was thinking of... Well, the the one that came to mind to me was the Herogen. Just because they're so massive and tough and obsessed with hunting. It's like, they seem a bit more pragmatic. The the Herogen are like the predators. Yeah, as opposed a little bit of, of yeah. the alien predator series, um, very much in that vein. But it's like the Herogen just can't stop. Like even when they have captured the whole of Voyager, like they create the holodeck so they can mm. carry on hunting constantly. And if an alien was to capture you and be wanting to do that kind of scenario, that would be horrible. <laughs> can you imagine like a like a a chestburster Herogen and a chestburster Jem Hadar mm. squaring off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Fighting on a derelict ship. Because I think, as after I thought of the Jem Hadar, I thought, well, you know, would there be any more uh, races that would be more scary than a Jem Hadar um, xenomorph? And I thought, well, a Klingon xenomorph would be cool, cause, but that would just be one that wanted to battle everything. Yeah. Wouldn't be particularly any more scary. It would just stand toe to toe with you, wouldn't it? Then? I thought maybe a xeno. Um, 
Xeno Borg or a Xeno Q? I was thinking about the Xeno Borg, but I thought it's more you they would assimilate the xenomorph after mm. it bursts out of somebody else an uh, assimilate, yeah that, it's an assimilated xenomorph that would be pretty, would terrible. Be pretty terrifying <laughs> yeah. um, i don't think they could get one on cue no i i did think you know imagine a, that yeah realistically it just couldn't happen i just suddenly i just suddenly thought you know a cue with uh, xenomorph like tendencies unlimited abilities over <laughs> space time <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a xenomorph with unlimited abilities over space-time would be terrifying, but it just could never happen because a, a Q would never allow it no, to happen. let's keep it realistic. Although, he did get punched by Cisco. Let us not forget that. Yeah. And then he never had any more problems with Q. But now we're going off topic. Let's, re- let's reel it in. So, I yeah, as in a Cisco xenomorph. <laughs> a Cisco xenomorph would be, was, would be scary. I was thinking about a lot of the captains, actually. <laughs> well, I did think about, you know, maybe a Xeno Kirk. But a Xeno Kirk would just want to, like, have his shirt ripped all the time and get into weird fights with a Gorm. Yeah, chasing um, alien babes. A, Basically, that does it anyway. Yeah, and <laughs> and a Xeno Janeway would just, you know, get have crew lost in the Delta Quadrant. So Yeah, drink lots of coffee, go on a vendetta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, a Xeno Jem'Hadar would be terrifying, I think. Yeah, the definitely. The only other one that I thought of, similar in, in vain to the hawk would be a xeno superman yeah or a xeno aquaman that would come at you from underwater like a seaborn version of xenomorphs if you were anywhere near the sea then yeah as far inland as we are i don't think it's (laughs) worth but we've already got deep ones to give us nightmares about going in the sea haven't we so yeah that's why i stay here those were my thoughts on the most terrifying hosts yeah yeah those are some Pretty terrifying host. I, w- I was just thinking a bit outside the box on this one, really. I mean, I thought of a lot of similar ones to you about what would make a powerful one, but I was also just thinking about the chest burster itself, like that kind of happening. One thing that immediately came to mind was the queen, because then it would make an alien queen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's a lot worse <laughs> than a normal xenomorph. But then I was just thinking, like, any kind of public figure, like, however bad a speech can be. If somebody suddenly like just starts screaming and a chest is right, <laughs> that's got to be the worst speech in the world. That, that would be a horrible way for Donald Trump to end a rant. That's what I was thinking, like, um, like a, a Trump xenomorph <laughs> bursts out during a speech and then just goes and makes friends with Putin. And <laughs> oh, a Putin xenomorph would be terrible. It would just be like a xenomorph going around conquering countries and posing... On the back of horses. <laughs> yeah, and get an, an amazing approval rating in his own country. <laughs> but again, off topic. So, reeling it in. I... No, it's on topic. <laughs> you asked what the most terrifying one would be, and they are them. Yeah, that would be pretty scary. Yeah. I, I still think that my um, Darth Xenomorph would be marginally more terrifying. I didn't really think of that one, yeah. And that one would be scary. Basically, just a xenomorph that can use the force would be. But would he inherit... No, obviously it's not in his genetics that he'd uh, get the breathing problems. It'd be a perfectly healthy Darth Vader xenomorph come out. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's straight into the lava. (laughs) 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 And then have to get revived. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, for me... That, I think, is definitely the top of the bell. Even mm. scarier than a Xenomorph Hulk, a Xenomorph Jem'Hadar, a Xenomorph Superman, and even scarier than, dare we say it, a Xeno Deadpool. 
Just well, be going around cracking jokes. Yeah, Captain Xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Xenomorph. Just Xenomorph, <laughs> yeah. So, that's what we've been thinking of as the, the scariest... Yeah. Um, the scariest host for a, a, a facehugger. Please don't try thinking about it at home. Especially before you go to sleep. That will mm. give you terrifying nightmares. Yeah. That, and that's what Lovecraft's for. <laughs> it is. So let us know what you think, please. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what would terrify you more than any of those. And uh, even, you know, can you think of something as scary as a xenomorph Aquaman? Yeah, give us some more nightmares. Yeah. We don't have enough. Tell us what you think. Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.